folks, how's it going? Welcome to Dojo Talks. Today we are going to be uh, ranking our favorite uh, board slash card games uh, apart from from chess. So we're we're gonna fight about it a lot today. Maybe it's gonna be more bitter than the normal, but we're gonna we're gonna each give <laughs> our objective uh, ten favorite games, and then we'll see which games uh, we all kind of mention, and then average them up and see which are objectively our our favorites. You guys ready? Yeah, we have not collaborated on this. We have not collaborated. That's right. That's true, and, yeah. The only and, thing and, we... Mm -hmm. And I wanna just stress too, these are our favorite games. This is not necessarily what we think are the best games. These are just our personal favorite games, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own opinions and they're going to um, attack us for ours and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's what this is all about, right? We give our opinions and then people give their own correct opinions after that. Let me just say, I mean, in general, what I like about a game is if it's a really great game. So like my favorite games will be like the best games. Right, right. I, it's I, kind I, of an overlap for me. Uh, that That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can say the same for mine. Uh, my picks are all based on just like fun and what games I, I want to play. Um, because yeah, yeah, actually, it's always kind of weird going to a board game night or playing board games like with your friends. It's like I play a board game like for a living, like chess is my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine like, yeah, studying Monopoly full time and then going. <laughs> playing. All right. Anyway, um, so, well, let's um, let's get into it. I can give you guys uh, my, no, let's start with Jesse. Jesse, let's have your number, number 10. And you want, I guess I could write it in here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. My number 10, a little bit surprising, is Connect 4, baby. Connect oh, wow. 4. And uh, I just want to say about Connect Four, the reason I like it is uh, actually all the games here, it's uh, because there's no dice involved. And it's basically like the difficulty level. Once you realize it, a lot of people don't realize it. They just throw in their pieces down. But once you realize it, it's the difficulty of a pawn endgame because there's Zoog Swan, there's heavy Zoog Swan. Involved yeah. in Connect Four, and there's a lot of counting and a lot of trickery. So anyway, that's my number ten. Yeah. Did you see that clip of Danny beating Fabi in Connect Four? No, oh, I didn't. Oh my god! No, Fabi literally like, like fell for like an opening trick. He lost in like four moves. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so they got crossed. Yeah, he got confused or something. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Normally, normally when like a strong chess player brings their brain to some kind of parlor game, so to speak, you know, like they're pretty good at it. I mean, they're rarely getting mated in four moves. <laughs> yeah. uh, dang, that's, that's a good one. Um, David, you want to give us your number 10? Sure. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I think Jesse's is a great choice also. Um, I, I like that that Jesse uh, connect for, but um, my number ten is Boggle. Okay. And um, you know, wait, I forgot other... how Boggle works. Can you explain it? There may quick? be other games of this type, but basically, it's a it's um, I do like games with like letters and words. And Boggle is a game where basically like the letters are on dice, and you sort of like shuffle them up. They're in a grid, and then you try to make words out of that grid as your time ticks down. Um. Okay. So that's like the oldest version of one of those, and I think it's like a perfectly good one. Nice. Great. 
Uh, you want to add it in? Okay. I think I played that once. That was fun. Cool. All right, Kosu, what do you got, buddy? Okay, my number 10. Again, let me double check with my list. Yeah, so this is a game. It's like um, I've played it a lot. It's more of a, yeah, like kind of like an honorary mention. I've played it a lot, and like I would almost never say no to playing it, but I would all, also probably never suggest it. Um, and for me, that's uh, Scrabble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. S similar level for me as Boggle. Yeah, similar type. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have one right on, on top of the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In their list. Okay, hopefully nothing too controversial so far. Um, so, Jesse, let's have your number nine. Okay, and then we're going to mix it up the order. So I Actually, I want to ask Jesse one thing. Jesse, yeah. if you had to choose between Boggle and Scrabble one day, which one would you choose? Well, Scrabble's on my list, so I got to Scrabble. But I, I'm All right. not, I think what's what's interesting about Scrabble, I might even say some more about it. I'll, I'll say about it now. It's on my list a little later. Is um, What it has, similar with the similarity to chess with Scrabble is it has a culture like chess does. It's not as big of a – there hasn't been a Scrabble boom, but there are tournaments. Mm -hmm. and there are people who are really into it, the people who are savants. There's, I think, some kind of rating system. They use chess clocks, and um, kind of like in the same way you have opening theory in the chess world, these monsters are memorizing dumb little words that nobody knows what they are, <laughs> you know? So, uh, and there's a strategic element. There's definitely strategic elements to Scrabble. Uh, trying to be prophylactic about not giving somebody a triple word score or whatever it is, you know? So I think, yeah, I think that's why Scrabble would definitely be above Boggle, but I have just less experience with Boggle too. Okay, so my number nine, people aren't gonna like this. Uh, this is fun. I like to do this with kids, especially if it's oversized and that's Jenga. <laughs> Jenga? Yeah, yeah, Jenga's cool. It's a cool party game. Uh, Dude, Jesse, we're not playing Twister here. These are supposed to be real games. <laughs> That's a real game. Jenga's a real game. You can lose oh. a Jenga, buddy. You can lose a Jenga. Jenga's a real thing. Um, yeah, I guess there's there's some strategy. There is supposed to be some strategy, I think, in these games. But mm. uh, there's some strategy in Jenga. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Jenga's a real thing. You know, you want to go for, like, the, the looser pieces and not the ones that are, like, <laughs> harder to get out. Um, Whoa, like you're just... blowing my mind with these <laughs> opening principles. <laughs> I like poking with my pinky and just seeing, like, you know, testing the the foundation. Um, Ooh, tactics. <laughs> yeah, tactics. Cool. That, that's fine. I'm fine with that choice. That's a good game. I like Big Jenga. <laughs> that's fun. Sometimes they have that. All right, David. All right. We'll keep with the order. Mm -hmm. All right. My next game is not very deep, but... Um, it's uh it's a fun one uh kind of simple you can play it with kids and uh you know i have to play with kids so this one is nice because it's kind of like the first game my kids could play that has a tiny bit of of interest to it and it's splendor i don't know if you guys know it oh I'm, no i've never played it out yeah yeah it's um a game where you collect jewels basically okay so. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, I need a game to play with kids. Sure. That's right. You could you could use it, Jesse. Um, yeah. All right, Kosu, what do you got, buddy? Okay. 
Um, my number nine game is uh, Secret Hitler. <laughs> Secret Hitler. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm writing all these games down that I haven't heard of before. Okay, Secret Hitler. It it it's um. Well, it's essentially you guys might have played it. It's very similar to like Mafia. Oh, or like Among Us. It's this kind of game. There's like a group mm. of people. There's a secret Hitler. And I think there's like, um, there's like secret Nazis and see, and uh, just like regular civilians. Okay. I'm actually going to do it. I, 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 you guys might tell me I'm not allowed to do take backs, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take Django back because I forgot about Mafia. Dude, Mafia is a great game. I'm putting Mafia down there, buddy, for number nine. What a great game. <laughs> that's fine yeah i was um i've actually i'm trying to like remember a game but i don't remember the name of it. <laughs> we'll see if i get to it but yeah yeah so um right th this one is a little bit there's like a wrinkle on it and the way the game works is like um every round there's like two people and they kind of like vote on a new policy and mm -hmm. it's either a liberal policy or a fascist policy okay and if they if they enact a fascist policy the thing is, like, you basically have to choose from like like one or two cards that you're uh, or two cards that you're um, dealt. Um, so you can lie and say like, "Oh, I had to pick a fascist policy because that was the only thing that was available to me." And so then people try to suss out like, "All right, who's actually a fascist or who's liberal?" Um, that's just how the game is constructed. You know, people shouldn't yeah. be mad at me over the political. That's just trying to explain how the game works. Um, right. Uh, you know, but if it, all the games you play are reenactments of a fascist regime then people will conclude that you know you picked your games at some point yeah, yeah exactly so like when when it goes around to your turn if you keep enacting like fascist policies every time yeah yeah people will notice and then um so yeah and then it's like mafia where you gotta like be uh, deceitful and stuff so um yeah super fun i also don't love these games because i feel like they can get really intense and uh but you know they're fun they're fun so it's on yeah. my list yeah, definitely not my favorite genre of game. Um, but uh, the one that I've played in this genre a little bit more is called Camelot. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's probably a bit like Secret Hitler in that you're sort of you're 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 doing something as well. And then trying to suss out who's helping you or who's undermining you as you sort of in that game. It's like you're doing missions and quests. Right. And in, in yours, it's like you're enacting policies. It sounds like a cool wrinkle. Yours actually sounds a little bit better than what I've played. Okay. All right, David, you go first this time, buddy. All right. Um, number eight. It's a strategy game. It's a clean, classic strategy game. <laughs> Bridge. <laughs> I never okay. So actually, this is a good point where I want to talk about the the nature of at least my list is. I'm sure Bridge is a great game, like Go or things, but I didn't put anything on the list that I didn't understand. I didn't have any emotional connection to or no experience with. And Bridge would be one of those ones where I'm sure it's a great game, but man, is that complicated to learn? <laughs> oh, buddy, yeah. Anyways, I yeah, I don't think the barrier is as hard as you may think it is. Have you tried? Yeah. I tried a little bit and then I, my eyes rolled over pretty fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you, you spent some good time playing this game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fun. I mean, it's a good strategy game. Yeah, I never well, played it, so I don't have a lot to uh, to say about it, but I, I can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've had fun that. in general. There's a whole bunch of 
card games like that, right? That some have some version of, you know, trump cards and trying to take tricks and stuff like that, right? Like, um, I know the German ones because that's what my dad taught me growing up. So I played right. Scott, Scott and Doppelkopf. I don't know if Jesse uh -huh. is. I, I got I, turned I on to Scott back in the day. Yeah. In yeah. Germany. So those are good games too, similar yeah. to Bridge. Um, and then like in the U.S., there's Spades and um, mm -hmm. maybe Hearts are sort of similar but but easier versions. Um, and I would say like if you learn how to play Hearts or Spades, it's a pretty small step from there on to Bridge. <laughs> cool. All right, Kosa, what do you got, man? Okay, um, my number eight. I might end up, I might end up changing one of these <laughs> at some point. Um, well, maybe I'll change. We could have a rearranging period at the end, guys. Where if yeah, like yeah, somebody else always... brought up a game you really like, or they right, convinced right, you that right. your game is actually terrible, you know. I okay. know Jesse's going to slip one terrible game in here and we're going to have words, you know, if you can <laughs> someone else, they can, they can move it. So we can have a rearrangement period. So you don't have to stress too hard about yeah, yeah. your I, starting I, order. I appreciate that. Um, okay. I'm good. I realized my other game wasn't even much of a strategy game anyway, more of a party game. Um, I'm going to, for number eight, I'm going to go with um, Blockus. Blockus. You guys have mm -hmm. played this one, but um yeah, it's kind of fun. I actually haven't played in a while, but I remember really liking it. It's like, how would I explain? It's like Tetris, but you're playing against like other people. So mm. you're like kind of building blocks on the board and you're trying to take space and um, maybe somewhat similar to Go, except it's like a four four player game. But anyway, lots of fun. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that one either. All right. Number eight, we kind of already talked about a little bit, and that is Scrabble. Yeah, I think, and I would say if there's one thing about Scrabble that I don't like, it's that you end up arguing about is a word a word and somebody gets upset and it's just like, uh, <laughs> you know, but other than that, it's a, it can be a very fun game, especially if you get a group. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I think both those games are fun, by the way, Scrabble and Blockus, I'll just say that. Without saying anything more, those are both games that I would enjoy playing. Nice, nice. All right, I'll take us on to level seven. Nice. And at seven, we've got a game which I think is going to be fairly popular. I saw it mentioned a few times in the uh, Twitter thread. Mm -hmm. um, and this type of game is called a deck builder. Mm. Uh, for anyone who hasn't ever tried it, the game is Dominion. Um. What and does it's that like mean deck builders. I mean, you have to like. It's like a step cards? back from games like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or or Yu Gi Oh or something, where you've got like a deck of cards and you like use your cards to battle somebody. In Dominion, and there are some other games like this. In Dominion, you're sort of building your deck at first, right? So you're selecting cards to put them into your deck, and creating a deck that then sort of you know cycles around and does things. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you, David, you know, right when I was left California, you and your brother came up with a card game that you guys had like, you guys put a lot of energy into. First, you created yeah. it. It was a deck building game. Then you guys did some marketing and you put it out there and you had some. Yeah. yeah how, where did that thing go, man? It's in my, um, it's in my crawl space. 
put it to your crawl space. Yeah, that's where it ended up. I got boxes of it in my crawl space, and it's like a subject of you know my partner being like, "Can we throw this out? You know, make some more space for some some crap of mine to like stuff in there." Uh huh. So that's that's where it ended up. But it, I mean, it was a decent. It, it is a decent game. Yeah. You know? It's, you know, I gotta, you gotta think like most of these, for every game that it, it, it makes it, thousands don't make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, just like in all kinds of industries, right? They're probably like, you know, some great musicians that basically only 20 people have heard and those 20 people are wondering like, how did this never make it, you know? And 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 the people had to give up on their music careers and yeah. there's probably, there's, I mean... There's probably tons of games that are much better. Just like there are some games out there that are super popular, that that aren't necessarily that amazing, right? So, yeah. and some singers out there who aren't that great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll go next. Works. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got for number seven, I got Risk. Cool. In some ways, I have some negatives to Risk, especially it <laughs> takes kind of long and it's hard to set up. But what I enjoy about Risk and a couple other games I have on my list is. Um, it, it very different from chess and social in this way where you have to gauge what you think the intentions of other people are right that that's what the game is ultimately about uh obviously there's your own strategy but gauging what you think other people are going to do central absolutely central so what you do you know a certain part of chess too is just gauging where your opponent is but then it's more like along the lines of logical thinking but whereas risk in a lot of these other games is like wait a second my my opponents are illogical human beings <laughs> i have to gauge what they are gonna do anyways that's why risk is on my list mm -hmm. risk too much yeah. too much dice there's there's two fatal flaws to risk uh -huh. One is too much dice. Yeah. And the second is it's this kind of like multiplayer game where basically if anyone gets ahead, the other people can gang up on them. And yeah. um I, I I don't like these like multi-way games where you know the person in third place or fourth place or fifth place can sort of be a kingmaker. Mm -hmm. Um no, it's very it's very hard to design a game that's like got more than two people that's competitive and that's not teams and in general i think it's it's always a fail and uh yeah, yeah i don't like risk despite obviously what people don't know is jesse and i had like a risk phase where we were playing risk on a website and uh <laughs> you know we were in the gm house together and you know i could hear jesse screaming when somebody took his continents from him when they <laughs> rolled through him with their with their people you'd hear him cussing and screaming and he'd be like bruce what did you make me do i just spent three hours losing at risk dude um so we had a phase we had a phase and uh you know i got pretty high rated at risk so i have i've got pretty good risk knowledge but i i think it's a pretty bad game all right that's so funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think risk would be better if instead of the final portion when someone gets to roll like 40 times and the other player gets to roll like 25 times, just like adjudicate it. If it's 40 yeah. versus 25, the, they win. The 40 wins. It's just like the agony <laughs> of just like rolling through like all like the final stuff. Just like, uh. Yeah. So, yeah. Online, that, I think it's online at least the rolling is super fast. So that's like one advantage to doing it on a computer is you can, it just yeah. tells you the result. It can roll, you know, 60 dice in one second. Right. 
it goes faster, but I mean, it's still, there's still luck, you know, sometimes you're like ready to clean somebody up and you attack with 70 people and they've got eight and, and then it's like, oh, you're down to zero. <laughs> you just lose. <laughs> okay. Number seven for me, um, is a game I would like to play more. I haven't played that much of it, but I really like it and I find it very, very interesting. Um, and that is go. Mm. Um, and specifically I got into this one because of. I think this, uh, I guess it was the documentary, it was AlphaGo, when they were talking about this, like, the the, the predecessor to AlphaZero, that, right. like, um, you know, was, like, by far, like, the best engine in Go, and uh, could finally, so it was, like, the first engine, I think, that can actually, like, compete with, like, like a world champion level player, as, as far as I understand. I'm probably way off. I probably It made an insane jump, Kostya, basically yeah. from, like, the previous best engine would have been, like, basically amateur level and then it was like the best in the world so like in chess terms like imagine it went from like the best program was like 1900 and then it was 2850 yeah yeah that's insane you, uh, you know, like in one generation <laughs> like what you know like with alpha with alpha in, in chess right like they went from like whatever 3000 to 3100 or something at the time right like it was not the same like it just came out of nowhere yeah yeah no it felt it felt significant it felt like just a new way of doing uh chess engines but um but yeah yeah nothing like this this go engine so that was cool i still don't really understand um how to play the game you know at all uh like i think i know maybe the mechanics and that's <laughs> that's shaky um but no it, it looks super fun and it, it it feels uh quite quite complicated um you know i just wish there's like different kinds of pieces that's my only issue with that i would just wish there's like knights and bishops and like stuff but so basically yeah. chess well yeah that's fine <laughs> well that's that's the racist joke about goaded is that all the pieces look the same oh shoot i didn't know that <laughs> Oh no! Oh man! <laughs> I'll say uh, I I don't I don't have any experience with Go. We live in the GM house. David really wanted me to get into it. I'm sure that's up in his list. So I'm sure it's a great game. But I just like for a game that requires like a lot of uh, investment to get something out of it. I just chess is already enough for me. I was, I was just a decision I made. But especially like me and David went to China for a tournament beautiful tournament in Beijing 2008 and it was amazing like go on TV 24/7 you saw it on the streets uh you definitely saw it there at the tournament because it was like go and other games were being played there and so in terms of like a I wouldn't even necessarily call it a worldwide culture but like an Asian wide culture of a game amazing you know and especially in 2008 before the chess boom it was like an aspirational thing to see so much interest in a game uh when we were there you know yeah, I would guess, Jesse, that like of all games out there, you know, I mean, it's very well known in the chess community that chess has the most books written about it. Uh -huh. But I would guess that Go has to be in the top three or four. Um, sure, yeah. Right. I mean, probably poker is way up there. Mm. Yeah, poker. I would yeah. Think. Right. But then I would but then I would think Go could be like number three, four or five, something like that. Like mm -hmm. it definitely has like a long like a, like a big culture around it. And a beautiful culture. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Um, I remember I've, I've never felt so insulted as when I was playing a tournament in 
uh, I think it was Italy, actually, somewhere, or maybe France. And um, next to the chess tournament, they were doing, like, like a checkers tournament or something. It was, like, some uh -huh. other game. And I was like, this is an equivalent. You can't just put, like, all, like board game people in one room <laughs> together. <laughs> Excuse me. This is, oh, like, chess. Oh, ghosty, like, ghost, yeah. We have yeah. ratings, you know, like, <laughs> I felt very <laughs> elite. But, but if it was, like, Go next to us, I'd be fine with that. I think that'd be uh -huh. cool. But yes, checkers, you would be I fine with it, Kostya, the way the checkers people were fine with their tournament being next to the chess tournament. <laughs> yeah. But you know what the Go people would be thinking of you? Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like <laughs> insulted. <laughs> What's this guy, you know, about 29, about 2400 doing in the same building as us? Yeah, it's just how I see it. I'm very sorry, folks, really. Uh, I truly apologize. Um, Jesse, <laughs> number six? <laughs> six. Uh I got into this. I feel like this was in my head. It's a meme game because it uh, got popular all at the same time. It's still pretty popular. I think it's definitely inferior to chess. But anyways, Texas Hold'em. We had a lot of people in the chess world get turned on to it. I would say mid 2000s. A uh, friend of the dojo, Jason Stone King, was really into it. And he was living in Santa Fe with me at the time. So we'd have these like poker parties. And so that's. I read a little bit of the books and stuff. Um, and ultimately, like, I thought there was a couple interesting situations. Like, we, we went to go play in a tournament one time at a casino. Um, a couple interesting situations, but it could mind-numbingly dull. <laughs> it could just be, like, mind-numbingly yeah. dull in certain circumstances. Yeah. But it was a, something I did, so I have a connection to it, and I did have some enjoyment out of it. So there it is, number six. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. That's that's a weak game, I'll just say right now. Poker is a weak game. Texas Hold'em is a weak game. I've played it twice uh -huh. in some like casual tournaments that friends had. Mm -hmm. Um I got second in one of those tournaments knowing absolutely nothing. It's just complete a complete pile of luck and trash. Well, you know, and I think one thing it was this I would say this even now is a mild culture war where like Jen Shahada is really promoting poker as well. And yeah. she likes to almost make an equivalence to chess. We were talking about games being jealous of one another, but like to make an equivalence of Texas Hold'em and chess. And I'm just scornful of that. I'm like, dude. <laughs> dude that's not even close it's not on the same level it's kind of interesting and in the mid-2000s it was interesting actually as a cultural phenomenon i felt because there were a lot of chess players who were easily better at it than the majority of the population like jen's brother greg jihad and they were just instantly making a lot of money and that was kind of like interesting it was like oh here's something that chess players can do just better than other people and there were many players who just went on to be professional. Uh, and until I guess it became, they, they made pass some law. The other people will know this better than me, but they passed some law that made it more difficult for them to do it yeah. uh, online, I think. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, my heart, my heart bleeds a little bit every time I see chess players posting about poker. And yes, Amanda, <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> I feel sad. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I want to get on this one. So, I mean, yeah, I don't love the comparisons between like games and chess because I feel like whenever anyone says, oh, this game is like chess, it yeah. usually just means like, oh, in this game, you have to think ahead. But you have to think ahead in like almost all 
board games. It's just that like for me, like chess, okay, chess is like the quintessential, you have to think ahead game. And that's why all these like comparisons are made. And it's like a very popular game. So honestly, I don't really mind that all the comparisons are made with chess. That's cool. It's like, you know, we're relevant. We're like the best strategic uh, board game by far. No one can um, argue with that. Uh, but where I don't mind the comparison, I do feel like the chess culture and the, the poker culture is like very similar. Like when I see chess players and I see like uh, poker people, I feel like you, know, you kind of have like an identity in your culture. You have your tournaments. You're always thinking about like how to get better, how to improve. You're like trying to like work with other people. I feel like the community is actually very similar. And you do see a lot of like overlap. You see a lot of chess players um, going into poker and uh, a lot of poker players are like interested in, in chess on the side. Um, the issue for me is always just like, there's so much more money in poker. It's just never been fair. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like, oh man, if I was like 2,400 in poker, you know, like, oh no. Uh, but yeah, um, no, no, I don't mind it as a game. I don't think it's, uh, uh, I mean, I don't think it's, it's totally luck based. There's clearly, clearly people better than, than others. Anyway, um, all right, Dave, what do you got, buddy? Yeah. All right. Um, this next one, I think, is the only one in here that I have a love-hate relationship with. But I'm going to put it in here because it's given me a lot of joy in uh, my life. Yeah. Um, and I've put a lot of time into it as well. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Yep. Maybe I'll make the the smaller. Magic to Gathering. Um. I, the the problem is it it, uh, it has some real problems. <laughs> it could be easily improved. Like my game is much better than Magic the Gathering. And I made it with like three friends in a year. And our game was better. So it's easy to improve on. But it did spawn, Magic the Gathering did sort of spawn one of my very favorite genres of games. So you've got to give it a lot of credit. Like when you make, it's easy to make a better game than it, but then you're standing on its shoulders, right? It's like, it's like if you played a game that was better than a game played by Greco, right? And you're like, oh, look, I played a game that's even better than Greco's games. But, you know, you've studied his games. So. Yeah, and I just want to say, you guys, talk about, it's interesting talking about uh, scorn and jealousy or whatever. But when, when I got to the GM house and it was Proust and we had a, he had a couple friends and then Arun Sharma, who's an IM, was I think like almost professional at Magic the Gathering. So all of a sudden there was a bunch of people playing Magic the Gathering and I'll just admit this and I was like, what is this stupid game you guys are playing? <laughs> and so I, you know, that was my first taste of like, oh, there's people that take this game very seriously. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Peter's Fiddler has also gotten into this game too, right? So there's a number of chess players who've gone dark on this Magic the Gathering game. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I never tried it. I never um, got into any like uh, any card games really. I never liked the collectible um, aspect. Like I did have a lot of uh, Pokemon cards as a kid, but I never like played the game. I just like collecting them. Yeah. Um, For all I know, Pokemon might be as good as Magic the Gathering. I haven't played Pokemon very much, but I don't think it's great. <laughs> it's not too great. Okay. I mean, no. I mean, I'm sure it's it's. Actually, I haven't even seen Pokemon in a while, so they've probably. Uh, change it up but now it's like a very big esport um similar to to chess um wait pokemon is a big esport yeah yeah, yeah. wow fascinating cool 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 that's good to know thanks mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I think there, yeah, there's a bunch of like streamers and stuff. Yeah, I believe it's very popular. So far, I haven't played any of David games, but a little bit of Boggle. Kosi's <laughs> 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 case, I don't really know either. All right, Kosi, what do you got, buddy? Okay, my number six. Yeah, we're going to have to speed it along here. Um, uh, Stratego. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people know this one. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun. It's classic. I haven't played in years. Uh, but yeah, I always liked it. Yeah. Fun game. That's a game right. I, I would, wouldn't mind learning. All right, Dave, what do you got, buddy? All right, Legends of Runeterra is the best version of Magic the Gathering that I've been able to play consistently. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to put that one in there as well. Um, anybody who love hates Magic the Gathering, I recommend you try Legends of Runeterra. You can get all the cards for free instead uh -huh. of spending like thousands of dollars opening packs full of bad cards, hoping to find one good card. Um, also, you get one mana every turn instead of sitting there like with a bunch of cards you can't play in every turn being like, come on, a mana. No, come on, a mana. No. <laughs> then resigning without playing a move. So, um, yeah. Cool. All right, I'll go next. Now, the next five are all games that I would say I'm right now I want to play more of. And the, the next one is uh, definitely Domino's. Now, Domino's, you got to say Domino's is, I think in the United States, it's seen as like a kid's game. But where you need to appreciate Domino's is when you hang out with the Cubans and you experience their toxic masculine culture around Domino's, it is fantastic. And when I think about games, one of the things I love about chess, like street chess, is the trash talking. And Domino's brings it out, man. <laughs> brings it out with the trash talking. And he gets vicious and people get... Oh man, it gets really heated, man, when you get a good Domino's game in. So, and I don't have anyone around me now to play Domino's, but I would definitely play some Domino's with some Cuban dude <laughs> at each other, man. So, anyways, there it is, number five. Cool. cool. <laughs> uh, it's not for kids, it's Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, my number five pick is um, I like Domino's, I like it. Uh, Monopoly. Oh, man, that's a dumb game. We should get a veto power on that. <laughs> you don't yeah. get a veto power. You can just tell him that he's dumb. That's, yeah, that's, that's as far as you game, can go. Dude. Just buy. It's like this decision is always the same. You buy the property, boss. Look, Come it's on. fun. It's It was always my favorite game as a kid. You know, I haven't played it in years. I probably wouldn't want to play it now. I mean, it takes forever. That's the issue with Monopoly. It takes oh, forever man. at the end. Um, and, and then it, you know, it, just gets, it just gets boring. Um, when someone like kind of wins, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, it was, it was great. You collect money, you, know, you got like cards, uh, you know, there's, there's some chance involved. I, I mean, I, yeah, as a kid, I loved the game, loved the game. So, yeah, I also loved it as a kid, you know, but that was, that was long ago. That was before I read Karl Marx. <laughs> Everybody should know about Monopoly, right? It was a game designed by communists to show how dumb and he fixed capitalism that, was that's fine I, I it, it wasn't even meant to be a good game it was just meant to be a propaganda <laughs> piece <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny no i mean i i mean i never played the game thinking like oh this is what makes capitalism so great I, it's just kind of a fun fun board game you know? <laughs> all right here we go this is my number four uh i definitely play more of this me and jason stone king friend of the dojo he was the one who kind of pushed me into this and that's backgammon <clears throat> and um 
Backgammon has a lot of depth to it at points. Of course, it's a dice game, so it's almost like chess with a little with the dice factor in it. There's definitely some interesting decisions to be made. The statistics, but one of the things I love about backgammon is if you go to the Mediterranean, Greece especially. I went to Greece, and I have some distant relatives there, and the toxic masculine culture around backgammon is fantastic. It's fantastic, dude. With all the, right, the, all the right. And talking smack. So, so basically, I could get yeah. you to love any game if I say some like horrible things while I play it. <laughs> but it's got to be a culture of horrible. There has to be accepted, you know, norms of terrible behavior. And you know, and one of the things about all games, right? Games have made it is they are part of an established tradition within a culture that. Um, yeah, that, that like people understand why it's a cool game inside the culture. And so like Domino's backgammon, Texas Hold'em in spots, the, all those Scrabble too, all those games have cultures behind them. Uh, but especially Domino's and backgammon have national cultures behind them that I, I've just enjoyed being, being a part of. Yeah, that's fair. Um. You guys want me to give my number four? Sure, boss. Let's go. Okay, number four. It's a uh, it's a card game. Uh, it's very fun. Uh, it's called uh, Coup, like C O U P, and um, it's great. It's great for groups. Um, essentially, you uh, you have a role. You're like uh, you're like a duke, or you can be. Uh, captain and these different roles give you different like advantages you can like you know steal some money from someone else or like collect like some extra taxes um, and basically no one can see anyone else's cards so it's a little bit like uh, um, like that card game BS you're kind of like mm -hmm. representing a role and then someone can call BS and then either you're right or they're right and someone loses a, a life so super fun I'd recommend people check it out if they never tried it um, oh let me put it in You know, you made me wonder how high Backgammon was rated on Board Game Geek. So I looked it up. Uh -huh. <laughs> and Backgammon is rated just below, just below Coup. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It doesn't have that bad a rating. Just below. Board, oh, funny. board Game Geek. I'm going to have to check um, that out. Cool. I, I think, I think Mama Diara is into Backgammon, if I remember correctly. I feel like he mentioned it. Yeah. He, like really liked it anyway jesse's list is really like party and party in the park games right yeah, jesse it's like, you're a wow. gambler <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you know you had a problem <laughs> all right david what do you got buddy uh i have oh a beautiful game for you guys right here way better than anything that's been mentioned so far spirit island all right, i don't know anything yeah. else. all right so first of all it's a cooperative game you play as a team which is right. beautiful. Actually, I really like cooperative games in general. I think they're much better for playing with, uh, you know, like a party kind of situation. Um, better for playing with kids as well. Um, if you want to train them up to be cooperative people. Um, and in Spirit Island, you are working to repel uh, wannabe imperialist colonizers on your island. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible, dude. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> look, it is you like imagine the joy of just stamping them off the face of your island. Oh man. I can get that. Isn't um pandemic also cooperative? Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 There you're trying once, to stamp out a virus. You get different roles, fun. you work together. It's a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> on my list, but um Yeah. Anyway. Um okay, this I'll give you guys great. my number my number three. Yeah, give it to us, Mike. Uh it's one we have uh seen already. Number three, I got risk. All right, all risk. right. <laughs> Super <laughs> fun. I remember playing as a kid. Um, I had that issue I mentioned, like, I don't like how it takes forever at the end, but, um, yeah. you know, other than that, I think it's just like, it's a lot of fun, um, especially in person. I think, um, yeah, when you play as a group, it's, uh, it can be great. Damn it. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't believe Jesse put it at seven and you put it at three. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be the top game from the dojo is going to be risk. No, nah, we'll see. We'll see we'll about see. that. Yeah, we'll see. All right, my next game is... There's, like, D more luck in it than in poker. D, motherfucker. No, I didn't say it. D&D. I, as a game, I really was into as a oh, kid. Oh, does that count? I didn't know we could... Why doesn't it count? This. I don't know. I didn't think of it. <laughs> no one mentioned it on Twitter. I'll allow it. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, arrange things if you want, Kostya. All right, all right. You're, you're also a right. dungeon master. Think about it. I, I will say this. I haven't had... It. As a kid, it was really something I wanted to do, and I just lacked the people around me to do it. And I like had all these modules and stuff, and I was designing my own little caves and layers and this, that, and the other thing. And I only got to play it a couple times, but you know, it's such an emotional connection to that game when I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you know, uh, I would still be into it. Yeah. So there it is, number three. Yeah, DD is great. Um, yeah, good choice. All right, David, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> oh, it's on me. Okay. Here's another good game. This one's a bit old, and the people who like board games in chat will probably consider me uncultured uh -huh. for putting this one down. Uh, it's in some ways, aesthetically, it's the opposite of Spirit Island because uh, you're kind of like a colonizer, like working <laughs> slaves. Oh, jeez. Um, wow. So it's it, the the skin on the game is pretty bad. But um, this oh, wait, you need to you need to say the game for the podcast. Okay, but this game Puerto Rico is one of my very 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 favorite styles of games, which is basically like an economy game, right? Like you're running an economy, and there are other good ones that are more that are more recent that I've just played less. Like for example, Agricola is one that I really liked. Um, uh, there's a whole bunch. These are like yeah maybe one of my very very favorite types of games um but i'll put puerto rico because it's the one i've played the most from this entire genre and i thought i think it's really fun despite the gross skin on it okay huh. but i yeah I okay stamen's not giving me too much crap he's saying that this was sort of uh revolutionary when it came out so it's kind of it's kind of like it spawned it the way magic the gathering spawned huh. this other genre All right, I'll lead us into round two, my friends. Here we go. These these games better get better. David, yeah. So your games better get better. This game yeah. I've gone deep on. I I'm probably gonna play more of it. Uh, I like the number one a little bit better. I don't know. This game might even be number one. But this one I've had a hard time 
finding a way to play it online, which I think would be more fun, is more fun than setting it up for real. And that is Axis and Allies. What a great game. What a great game. I'm just praying that you guys aren't going to have dice in your last two rounds. (laughs) Axis and Allies. And the dice, it's interesting. I'm really, one of the things I love about chess is there's no dice. But for a game, especially a game I kind of, want to like when i'm doing chess i want a game to relax a little bit and the dice allow you that since you can't do as much calculation once you have dice involved you just might as well relax a little bit with it you're still thinking strategically but you can't do really deep thinking whenever dice is involved but access and allies what a great game um yeah i think a lot of people out there won't even know about it but i encourage you what a beauty yeah. mm. cool I never played it. A lot of people are mentioning it on Twitter, though. Yeah. All right. Um, my second favorite game is uh, Shogi. Um, it's Japanese chess, and uh, it's kind of crazy house rules, right? Every piece you capture, you can put down on your side later. Yeah, just a great game. Almost as good as chess. Yeah, yeah. Very popular. Very, very close. Um, I think Peter Heine is into shogi, so some chess, some chess folks as well. Um, okay. Uh, for me, my number uh, two um, is gonna be um, code names. If you guys played, it's a newer game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's super fun. Didn't we play on stream? Do we play no. code games, David? I've played it with you. Yeah. We played it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Super fun. People know yeah. code names. Great game. Yeah, yeah. I think it has some recency bias because I've played it more recently than most of these other games. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, Lots my of friends fun. and I, we did this thing where we. We made like a new version where we combined code names with like secret Hitler. So there was like a mole that's trying to get people to guess the wrong thing. And it was super fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my number number two pick. I mean, it's definitely not like a highbrow choice for the top two or three games, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about the game, but I do want to say something slightly bad about Kostya. I mean, like... It- <laughs> It's a great game. It's a great game. But I mean, it shouldn't be in like the discussion for what's like the most fun or the best game of all. Uh-huh. Like if you ask me like, hey, what would you play on this list right now? Codenames yeah. is like number one. <laughs> well, yeah, the other choices you're giving yourself are like Monopoly and Stratego. So any of the choices, any of these choices. <laughs> all right. I know what David's number one pick is at least. Yeah. I think I know. I know Jesse's for sure. All right, let's try and guess each other's number one. I don't know what coast is. It. I've got no idea either. You guys are not going to like uh, It's going to be like, <laughs> this is going to be like uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, I'll maybe. guess. I'll guess for Costia. Cards Against guess. Humanity. Good guess. Um, is that, is that Jesse, true? Uh, that's not true. No, it's not it. Um, <laughs> but mainly because I actually never played it. Fun fact. It looks super fun. I'm uh-huh. sure I would love it. Never played it. <laughs> okay. Apples to apples. Um, I thought about that, but to me, that's more of a social game. So I, I left. Well, yes, many of these games are social games. I was thinking more like strategy games and uh, <laughs> yeah, apples to apples. Eh, it's fun. It's fun, but 
Okay. Disqualified. <laughs> All right. I failed to guess Costa's number one. Jesse, you want to try and guess my number one? Your number one is go, my friend. I, it's, it's building up, just being building up to go for this whole time. Oh, nice. Obviously. Okay. Jesse's is Catan. It's That's right, be. dude. Catan. God damn it. Jesse, no. You didn't see that? He streamed Catan on our channel. He was like addicted. This <laughs> whole thing. Oh. oh, Catan's fantastic, dude. And I'll say, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm an old guy, so I have to relax sometimes. I go, if I'm going to go relax, it's definitely to go play. We'll definitely go play Catan. And now By definition, the best games are not played when you need to go relax. They're played when you're ready to do some sweat work. To go all in. Catan's <laughs> great, dude. Catan is fantastic. Also one where you, you're you're gauging other people's intentions. That's where it gets really interesting. You got to kind of get inside people's heads. I know. You can I'll always get right. And one thing actually I'll, I'll say about Catan, because this was mentioned before by David about risk where you can ruin the best player they can gang up on you and there's kind of checks and balances in Catan. it's very evenly balanced where yes there's a kind of communism about it the the the, the top player is going to get whacked but there's a limit to how much you can do it and then once he gets whacked a little bit then somebody else is coming up so it's very uh dynamic in the social aspect of the game anyway there it is Catan number one i'll, I'll definitely stream it again too and i'll make him mad i'll make him mad <laughs> All right, we're gonna give David. Look, this my one number one game. This is the only game that I would play, um, like seriously, if I wasn't a chess player. Okay. And that is poker. Oh, Just putting in number man. one. Probably Texas Hold'em for me. I was never really into any other any other games, but. <laughs> well, put down. You guys Texas can close Holden, the stream man. down. <laughs> you guys can close the stream down. <laughs> There's gotta go. Stood up. Stood up. Oh man. Well, ghost, you put uh, it down as Holdem, or, or I can it. change mine to poker if you want to, and then because it's well, basically the same thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are other poker games, but that was the one right yeah. that got me into it. Yeah, there's like so many like amazing poker players, and they have these very very genius plays. And no, no, I love it. I love it. It's it's great. Okay. Oh Great. my god. But you idiots probably don't know how to average numbers. You're probably gonna roll dice, so I should come do this for you. <laughs> it's true though, it's true. Go average it, boss. Go average it. I mean this is uh I do feel offended. What do I feel offended by that that my risk choice is gonna make risk go kind of high? Well yeah, I mean the thing is it's like we only have like a couple of uh yeah david has so many weird overlaps. games and you and david this weird old games dude monopoly that's a terrible game bro. i'll say terrible. i'm the only one i connect more with you guys right like you guys i don't know if you even share one game <laughs> <laughs> at least i picked games that you guys also picked <laughs> oh my god <laughs> poker go risk <laughs> Three, oh Scrabble as well. Scrabble is on there twice. Yeah, he's he's working on it. He's getting there. Let me make. Let me yeah. Oh, Scrabble's on here twice. Yeah, mm -hmm. Scrabble's on there twice. It's number um, eight. There it is. Okay, Ten. I see. It's not a lot of points though. True. Stop telling me. I know. 
<laughs> well, yeah, after after Bruce does the math, because we can't do the math, then <laughs> we're gonna have to let Bruce go. Me and Coast are gonna finish the show with you. Yeah, we, we probably <laughs> Uh, you guys didn't put backgammon in there? Jeez, Melise. Oh, man. And David's weird games, man. Holy moly. Well, at least my games don't have actual dice, except for Monopoly and Risk. A lot of dice and Risk. It's it's amazing how many dice games I've got, actually. I feel like hard <laughs> games are basically dice games, too. Yeah, you like dice. Dice fiends. <laughs> Yeah, this was supposed to be like the, uh, you know, like the friendly, relaxing uh, post is chess.com evil podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, it was, these things are always hot. It's hot. And it it reveals a lot. I, I, it's, it's a very interesting thing about chess players. Like, yeah, what kind of game, what other games are they into? It does say a lot in some ways like david has clearly lost his mind look at that spirit island and he he imported that he's doing crazy it's just guys don't post this one on the on the uh spotify app it's just too <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> like if anybody hears this they're gonna be like i'm not gonna go get chess lessons from like some people who think that you know poker and backgammon are good games ah oh. all right coasty get the screenshot of that thing and then i'll read it off Okay, so this yeah, is what we got. We got it. It's a top top ten. Take top care, 10. everybody. Love you all. All right, bye, David. <laughs> See you, David. So, uh, all right, here we go. I'm going to read it off for those of you that are just listening. So, number ten is Spirit Island. I've never played that game. Number nine, Puerto Rico. I never played that game. Number eight is D and D. Great game. Seven code names, which I guess I'm going to have to check out. I guess. Uh, Axis and Allies. Number six. Great. Shogi. By the way, though, we have very little overlap here. <laughs> These are just our top games. Yeah, Shogi smart. number five. I I could imagine trying that, but I, I feel like that's a game like Go or chess where you you know you need some investment if you're really gonna be serious about Catan number four. Then we got Risk. I don't know. I kind of regret putting Risk in there because just because there's no way Risk should be number three for us. Two, we got Go. Number one, we got Poker. I, now yeah. I have regrets of putting poker. Actually, in there. maybe you know I wanted to make a sh a jadoub. I wanted to oh. add um, D and D to mine. Oh, okay. Um, I was actually going to put it now. in. Um, I was going to put it in the number number like two or three spot. Um, let me put it. Uh, I'll put a number three spot. Actually, yeah. So I'm I'm booting Scrabble. I'm really sorry, Scrabble, but honorary mention Scrabble. Um, but yeah, for me, I forgot about D and D, and then I didn't know if it was going to count. That's going to change the rankings a lot, actually. But yeah. Um, yeah, this game was always so much fun. Um, wait, anyways, wh where is that? We can do this. We can do this. So three and three, uh, it's ten, nine, eight, so sixteen. Oh, that would put D and D at sixteen. Sixteen. Oh wow. And then risk would be down a bit uh risk you'd get seven and uh four so 11 for risk there you go okay wait so that means it's D, D number one probably <laughs> D, D goes to number one <laughs> 
<laughs> I totally forgot. To... All right, you guys, I'm going to read this out. D&D is now number one. Poker, number two. Right. Go, number three. Risk, number four. Catan, beautiful game. Number five, Shogi, number six. Scrabble, number seven. And Scrabble was one of the few ones where it was mentioned. No, Kostya oh, right. knocked so Scrabble off the loses. list. Yeah, Scrabble lost a lot there. Loses. Yeah. All right, it's still in that position, though, because it was... Um... Oh, no, actually, it goes down. It goes down. It's actually off. It's off the list because it doesn't get any points for me. Yeah, it doesn't get any points, man. So, yeah, Kosti will do, will show a, a shot of this thing on the stream, and then we'll put it on the YouTube video so you can see it if you're watching on the YouTube. Um, what's number 10, then, Kosti? So Puerto Rico, and then um, number 10, well, it's either... It's like tied with backgammon and spirit island because essentially you guys both put a number four and so yeah, put backgammon up there. We don't want people. No. <laughs> we don't want people in spirit island. That was the, that was this communist game. I don't want that. <laughs> that was a monopoly. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put uh, backgammon and slash spirit island. Beautiful. Okay. All right, folks. Um, well. That was the final Dojo Talks. <laughs> that was the final Dojo Talks. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there's the, there is a top list. Um, well, thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you guys next time.